What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. Oh, should I say it? I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I can. Oh, I'm gonna go for it. What is up Waffle Gang? My name is Mark. <laughs> I do hope you're well and welcome to r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And as always, a massive thank you to each and every one of you for coming back here every day. It really is just crazy to me. <laughs> Someone said to me yesterday, how do you sound so genuine when you're saying thank you every single day? But I, honestly, I, I can't believe people listen to it. It's just... You know, yeah, I'm going to shut up now because I'm, I'm waffling. Haha. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with today's stories. Much love, guys. <laughs> Firstly, guys, this first story is obviously talking about someone who's passed away, a little one that's passed away. So just wanted to give you that pre-warning in case you wanted to skip this story. Our first story comes from Twin Throwaway. Am I the arsehole for not wanting to share my birthday with my dead twin anymore? My 19th birthday is this Friday, and I told my mum and dad I don't want to do anything if we're going to have a birthday for my twin too. I was an identical twin, and me and my sister were born early, and she died a few hours after we were born. Every single birthday since I was little has also been a birthday for her. We go to her grave and put flowers on it, and every gift has always had both her and my name on it. Mum gets really sad and always cries for a long time, and I have always felt overshadowed on my birthday. The grave visit and flowers and all have always been mandatory, and I was never allowed to have friends over or have a party until after we did. I want to go to dinner with my boyfriend for my birthday at his house, and then I'm going to watch movies with my friends. Mum is upset I'm not making the hour-long drive Friday to do the grave ritual, and is really sad, and my dad is making me feel guilty since I'm their only living daughter and stuff. I told my mum I don't want to share my birthday with my sister. I never even knew. And I'm done with sharing with a ghost since this has been my entire life. My parents are really upset and now I feel really bad. Maybe I should suck it up, but I'm just so sick of it. Edits. Okay, so I didn't expect this much attention, so I'll try to answer some questions I've gotten a lot of. First of all, I don't live at home. I live on campus, which is an hour away from my hometown. Second, I don't care if my parents go. They can do whatever they want, just without me. I've hated going to the cemetery since I was like 13 and realised how weird it was, but my parents were very, my house, my rules about going. I don't like standing over the grave of a dead baby just to pretend to feel sadder than I do. I know it's hard on my parents, but I just want to have a birthday without being guilted by them. My mum gets quiet and cries a little whenever my sister is brought up and has turned up to 100 on my birthday. She died the same day we were born. It sucks seeing her like that. I love my parents, but you can love someone and not like their choices too. Also, I have about 10 unopened messages right now. I won't be reading them. Two of the ones I got earlier were really mean and one said I should have died instead. So fuck off. Not reading any more DMs. Don't waste your time. If you're afraid I won't see your opinion in the comments, try getting over it. Yes, do not DM OP with shitty messages. You know, they're going through enough right now without people piling on extra pressure on them. And... You know, I used to have an old manager at a job I worked who their baby died at, at birth. And every year you could tell when it was the baby's birthday, he was extremely down. And, you know, he'd bring in a balloon to let it go into the air to, to celebrate their birthday. 
And it was an incredibly sad time to see him going through that. And I can't imagine what that would do to someone to lose a child so young. So in my opinion, yes, the parents are allowed to grieve, but not bring it out on you, you know. Everyone grieves in different ways. Like I always say, I grieve in a completely different way, which I found out recently. So you can't force someone to like attend a grave and do this, as you say, a ritual every year if you're not feeling nothing. And that may, that may be sad for your parents, but also it's not fair on you to expect that for you to act a certain way, to grieve a certain way as well. If you're allowing them to do their thing, then they should allow you to do yours, right? But yeah, the whole 19 years of not having a birthday and having to do this is pretty messed up in my opinion. And I can't say you are the arsehole for like not wanting to celebrate that, not wanting to share your birthday with someone else. But let's have a look at some of the comments below to see what they say. Angelo Papa says, not the arsehole. Maybe I'll look at this differently if you and your family actually known your twin, but they basically died during birth. That is truly awful, but you never had any connection to them. So sharing a birthday with them is almost a bit morbid. Like instead of having a fun day with activities you get to choose, you get to have a memorial instead. That's a bummer and I can understand why you want it to stop. I know it must be hard on your mother, but maybe she should start respecting the feelings of her actual living child. Fandandingo says, not the arsehole, your parents need to move on. I'm not saying they shouldn't still be sad on the day, but forcing you to share your birthday with a dead sister is unhealthy after 19 years. And Nebsy Webzy says, not the arsehole, 19 years, you've never had your own birthday, always a grave visit. That's messed up. You're supposed to be happy. Marijuana24 says, Not the arsehole. I had a baby that passed away. My only child. And as part of the grieving process, I do celebrate his birthday every year. But I don't think it's fair that you don't get to do what you want to do on your birthday. While I definitely sympathise with your parents, I don't think it's fair to you. I don't see a reason why they couldn't at least do it on a separate day, by themselves, or light a candle or something. What bothers me the most is them putting her name on your birthday presents as well. That's just weird. It's your birthday. It's nice they still honour your sister, but it shouldn't interfere with your day. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? As we know about the grieving process, we see it in all different forms on this channel. So yeah, let me know what you guys think in the comments below. And don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. And our next story is from Throwaway Son and Bro. Am I the arsehole for not giving my parents their son back? When I, 26 male, was 20 years old, my mum and dad had a one-year-old son, Eddie. They were struggling in their marriage and had been for years. They thought having another baby would magically fix things, but they were wrong as it just caused more problems and strained their finances. They were in over their heads and decided to go and give Eddie up for adoption. I begged them not to, but they had made up their minds. Social workers asked other family members if anyone would like to take Eddie. Both my older brothers refused and my grandparents were too old, so I took my brother in. This royally annoyed my parents and I was threatened with disownment, but I didn't care as I already had a place of my own with an ex at the time. My folks lost their paternal rights and I legally adopted my brother and I love him so much and was proud to be his daddy. My brothers didn't approve of me adopting him, but I didn't care as they never met him, even when he was still with my parents. My grandparents helped me out a lot and were great. Unfortunately, they have both passed since then and left me what money they had left to raise my bro. My folks and siblings were pissed, but my aunt and uncles didn't care and thought it was best. At family events over the years, my folks would be uncomfortable when I'd show up with Eddie, but within the last year, they seemed to warm up a tad and I figured they themselves wanted to act more like grandparents as he is legally my son. During the last few months, however, I've noticed my parents and brothers try and talk to Eddie on their own about if he knows who his mummy and daddy is. 
He says, I'm daddy and usually I walk in and scold them before the conversation can go much further than that. I've yet to tell him the truth and I know I have to one day, but I don't think now is the right time. And even if it was, I should be the one to tell him. The other day, I caught my mum trying to talk to Eddie about this again when she was trying to visit me, Ed and my current partner. I asked my boyfriend to take Eddie out for a bit where me and my mum got into an argument. She thinks I'm being a terrible parent and that it's time she and my dad take Eddie back. I told her there is no way I'm letting that happen, so I kicked her out. Now my parents are threatening to sue for custody and my brothers agree, while aunts and uncles say they support me no matter what. So, am I the arsehole? Edits, whoa, I expected a few replies at least, not this many. I've decided I'm going to tell him tomorrow, have a me and him day and explain it the best I can and answer what I can. And that was going to be my first thought. I thought, well, you need to tell, you need to tell Eddie as soon as possible because someone's going to let it slip and they're going to let it slip in the worst way possible. And I would have suggested, and I know this is a very Reddit thing to say, having a therapist there at the same time to maybe guide you through it because i can't imagine imagine sitting down and telling someone that and and being on the receiving end of that too your mind must just go but i can't believe they have the gall to call you a terrible parent after you took eddie in no one else not even your brothers they just said no and then they even told you not to adopt him how ridiculous is that you're a great person and do not forget that let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say Username52 says, not the arsehole, he's legally your son and you're the best for him. I would start reconsidering having your parents over. Also start considering maybe consulting with professionals. The best way to handle questions he might start to ask within the next few years. Either because your parents say something or in general. Foible Schmoible says, why are these people still in your life? Your son is not an accessory. They can pick up and drop off whenever they feel like it. The only way they would be worthy of taking in Eddie would be if they loved him and cared about his best interests. But if they loved him and cared about his best interests, then they wouldn't be trying to rip him away from the only father he has ever known. That'd be so unbelievably confusing for him. Plus, let's face it, it probably wouldn't stick. Also, if they were good parents, they wouldn't be trying to do this to you, their son. You did something so incredibly mature and caring six years ago. I don't know why your brothers also suck so much, but clearly you should keep your aunts and uncles and ditch the rest of them. Thufflepuff says, not the arsehole, considering going low contact. They can sue if they want, but they fucked up when they put him up for adoption, so they aren't going to win this fight. Cyphermax says, in quotes, now my parents are threatened to sue for custody. Let them try. From your story, you legally adopted the kid. They have no rights. Not the arsehole. Now, what do you guys think of this story? What would you do in that situation? Would you cut contact from those people? Because I think they are going to say something very soon if OP doesn't. I can't believe they come back and demanding to try and take Eddie back and calling OP a horrible parent. Wow. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. And don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from Anjapari. Am I the arse of telling the woman where my baby came from? I'm 27 female, an Indian American woman. I was born and raised in America. A large majority of my childhood friends are Indian and I love to catch up with them. I'm the first in my friend group to have a baby. I was expected to be the last to have one, but life happens. I love her very, very much and she's the main focus of my friend group. Her father, 38 male, is white and my baby looks predominantly white. For reference, my skin is tan and lighter than some of my friends, but I still look very Indian. My friends and I decided to have an outdoor lunch together for the first time since February. 
I take COVID very seriously because of my baby, now six months, but the cases in our area are very low and we all agreed to go to a place with less crowd. We were very safe. My friends and I were all sitting at a table and having a great time. A white family later came to sit next to our table, still pretty far from us, more than six feet. My baby was laughing pretty loudly and babbling. She's being the happy little baby that she is. I had dressed her up in a lavender dress and she was wearing a little matching bonnet. A lady from the family noticed us and walked over to us without a mask and pretty close to me and my baby. I immediately started to put a mask on my baby. She started talking to me and complimented my baby and then asked where she came from. Her exact words were, how cute, that baby is adorable. I just wanna eat that little face up. Where did she come from? I was so confused and put off by that question. I didn't know what she was talking about and my immediate response was, um, well, my vagina? <laughs> my friends all looked so confused and irritated and were just super awkward. The lady was offended and told me that I could have just told her that my baby was mine and I didn't have to be so rude. She then huffed off and my friends and I were left pretty angry and confused. We carried on with our lunch and then we were leaving. The lady's husband and son walked up towards us and told us that we disrespected her and asked us if we had any lessons in basic manners. We didn't say anything to them because frankly, we were scared. I'm putting this story here because I want to know if what I said was wrong and if I brought this situation on myself. Am I the arsehole? Well, let's face it, she's not exactly wrong, is she? <laughs> and it just sounds like Opie had one of those moments, you know, where you have a little panic. Someone comes up to you and asks a question, you don't expect it, and you say something completely random and out there. Although saying it's babies from my vagina, as I said, it's not technically wrong. Yeah, what was the woman insinuating by asking that question is what pops into my head. Yeah, and I think you came up with the best answer for it. <laughs> I can't say you're the arsehole. I mean, maybe the comment was a bit like out there and stuff and weird. But, you know, vagina isn't a bad word in the end. Let's face it. And as I said twice already, it's factually true. <laughs> Let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. We're both Squidward says, not the arsehole. Normally, I wouldn't advise mentioning your vagina to a stranger. But question was rude. I don't blame you for being taken back. She came up to you and violated COVID restrictions, so I don't think you really owe her that much courtesy. Plus, what you said was weird, but not really rude. Her husband should have dropped it. Annabelle McAllister says, not the arsehole. She was asking weird, personal, and kind of racist questions. To be honest, I think your answer was hilarious, and I think you did the right thing in not responding to her husband. Not because you should be scared, but because he didn't deserve any attention. He was being ridiculous. As an aside, it's not recommended to put a mask on children younger than two because they can't remove it themselves if they have trouble breathing. It doesn't really protect the wearer anyway. It protects everyone from the wearer. Next time, if you feel safe to do so, just ask an unmasked stranger to step back at least two meters or leave it entirely. Jen Pentra said, she assumed the child you arrived with and were holding for the entire event wasn't yours. She asked them where they came from. Given the age of your baby, that question was 100% directed at you. Disgusting. Not the arsehole. The racism is strong with this one. Moosey Moo says, not the arsehole. Great reply to her and factually correct. If that insulted them, they are morons. <laughs> and Thea M says, oh my God, lol. When I read the title, I thought to myself, please say this lady said my vagina. And you did. <laughs> not the arsehole at all. OP, you are wonderful. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Ah, oh, I like this one. Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story three. I'd have loved to have seen her face when she said that. <laughs> and our next story is from SlowFox70. Am I the arsehole for arguing with my wife over what she says in her sleep? 
My wife has always talked in her sleep since I have known her. More than anyone else I've ever known. We slept in different rooms for a while because of it, but sleep together now and I can sleep through most of it. I know it isn't intentional from her side, but it does annoy me anyway sometimes. The last few weeks, since we're sleeping in the same bed again, she usually falls asleep first and sleeps later. So I'm just laying on my phone and hear a lot of weird sleep comments. Some are making me uncomfortable. Examples, I don't want to have sex, you're gross, while touching me. Josh, you're so cute. My name is not Josh. Are we watching the baby? We don't have kids and don't want them. This cake tastes like puke. I've been baking for her recently. When I tried to ask her about it in the morning, she says she doesn't remember, and that's probably true. But I asked her what her dreams were, and she said she can't remember that too. Dreams are based on real feelings and thoughts in the day, so these kind of comments make me super uncomfortable because it isn't what she says to my face, but it comes out when her guard is down. She says her real thoughts are the ones she tells me when she is awake, but I'm starting to feel paranoid. I am insisting we have a real talk about what she really feels, and she keeps saying it's impossible because she has no idea why she said those things. I just think deep down, she does, and doesn't want to say it. Am I being an asshole to keep pushing this convo? I just feel it's important for our relationship, but she disagrees with that. If she has thoughts she isn't sharing, it could ruin us later, and I don't want to be hurt. Man, I used to do some weird sleepwalking. I still do. I still sleep talk quite a lot. But when I was younger, I used to get up and sleepwalk around and look for my sister-in-law. <laughs> Strangely, apparently I used to stand on get up in my sleep and stand at the top of the stairs, dangerous I know, and shout and shout to her, shout her name out. And then she she used to live with us at the time. And she'd pop her head out and say, Mark, you're right. And I say, yeah. And then go back to sleep. And then again, I keep doing it like during the night. She must have got really pissed off with me, to be quite honest. <laughs> One night, sorry, I'm going on about my, my sleepwalking now. One night I got up after having a bit of a gaming session. I got up, I got my, my car keys, got my phone. I put my phone downstairs in the kitchen bin and I hung my, um, my keys on the end of the dog lead. Couldn't find them until I went to go and walk the dog. <laughs> and there was my keys on the end of the lead. I thought, bloody hell, what is going on, right? <laughs> I don't sleepwalk so much anymore. I can't be asked to get out of bed, to be quite honest. But, And, you know, for the majority, I can't remember most of it unless I wake up mid-sleepwalk and I know something's going down. But yeah, let's have a look at the comments on this one to see what they say. Meatball77 says, you're the arsehole. She's sleeping, sleeping. Arguing with someone over something they say when they are sleeping is insane. She probably doesn't even remember her dreams. Cyber Ace Keener says, you're the arsehole. I've literally said out loud, are you happy now to someone in my sleep? My dream, I had a fuzzy fish who wanted to eat dog food. Sleep talking and dreams sometimes make absolutely zero sense, dude. You're reaching at this point. The Josh thing might be a celebrity. The baby thing might be a weird dream. I'm child free, but I get those weird ones sometimes. As for the cake, maybe you baking a lot has dragged the memory of a bad experience up. Doesn't mean you're a bad cook. JW Pete says you're the arsehole. People talk in their sleep. They say weird stuff that doesn't make sense. If her subconscious has a deep dark reason why she says a particular thing, her conscious self has no idea what that reason is. Asking her repeatedly is just annoying. Coffee Sparkle says you're the arsehole. I'm blessed enough to remember a chunk of my dreams. They are fucking wild. Your dreams are not based on feelings and emotions. They are your brain overhearing the keep it slash toss filling your brain does while you sleep. Honestly, the whole reason REM sleep is important is to sort through information, solidify the memories that are important, toss the stuff that is irrelevant. I've had dreams that I'm married to my high school boyfriend after a conversation with my mother about how he and his wife just had a baby. 
Frankly, I can't stand the guy. He was a prick then and is an incredibly unattractive now. I have no interest in dating him. Honestly, if I were having that dream again, I would say the same damn thing your wife said in her sleep. Maybe you should see a therapist to deal with your insecurities. You sound whiny, needy and annoying. Sloppy Poopy Poppy says, you're the arsehole. There is paranoia and overthinking things than there is this. She is asleep. We all dream weird shit in our sleep. It's not linear continuation of what we think about during the day. Now, what do you guys think? Have you guys had any weird dreams in the past? I'm sure you have. Everyone has a weird dream at some point, right? Let me know in the comments below what your dream was. Not about spiders, of course, though. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> Let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here. I know, I know I say it all the time, but thank you so, so much. Just recently, Discord and things have been absolutely blowing up. I've been loving seeing the new people coming in. A couple of days till the Halloween competition starts. Come get involved, prize involved too. And we're hoping to run something on a monthly basis, you know, to keep you guys entertained, to keep something going, to give something back to you guys. I absolutely love the support you give me. So I'd love to be able to give something back to you too. Thank you for being here once again, guys. And I will see you in the next one. Much love, guys. Take care now. Goodbye.